Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 79 of The Cool Room. Uh, very shortly, we're going to be having a chat with Chris Hosted-Adams from Moondog. We've got a whole lot of exciting things to talk about as they gear up for Good Beer Week. But before we get on to that, just a few little notes uh, from me. And first of all, a big thank you to everyone who's helped get the word about the podcast uh, out there. Even if it's just by little things like sharing on social media that you're listening or coming along to one of our events uh, or liking, reviewing, subscribing to us on whatever podcast platform you listen to. Uh, as we've said many times, we don't have an advertising budget for this kind of thing. So the only way that we get word out about what we're doing is when you good people, our listeners, share it with your friends. So thank you to everyone who's been doing that all around the world. And um, please keep doing it if you haven't already. Um, the other little note is, before we kick off too much, uh, apart from everything else we discuss with uh, Chris today, we're going to be talking about two new Moondog beers, which have been released, which are tied in with a Game of Thrones theme. Uh, I won't go into more detail about the beers themselves right now, but if you'd like to enjoy this episode of the podcast with those two beers in your hand, um, head over to our Shopify. You can find that uh, link from our Instagram and our Facebook, uh, or of course, you can just search in Google for The Cool Room Shopify. And there you'll be able to pick up those two beers, uh, both pretty high alcohol, about 9 or 11%, somewhere in there, both 440 mil cans. Uh, you could easily pay 15 or more dollars for each one of them individually. And today, for the low, low price, really pushing things out today, but for the low, low price of $25 for the pair. So head on over and grab them. And of course, if you haven't already got a Gypsy Hill tasting pack to go with the episode that we recorded a week or two ago, there's just a couple of those left as well. So grab those and um, you'll be able to enjoy the podcast even more as we sit down and talk to Chris. So yes, we're joined now by Chris Hosted adams from Moondog, at Moondog World especially. G'day, Chris, how are you going? I'm very well, very, very well. It's, it's good to say it's 10.30 on a Friday morning Australian time, so it's not normally the time that we record these podcasts. So uh, <laughs> you, can, you can never tell what people are going to be like at 10.30 in the morning in the hospitality industry. It's, it's uh, in, in the new product development game, the, the earlier starts. We've got to, got to line up with the brewery, so... Well, that and an eight-week-old will help as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. So, so you, you have no concept of time whatsoever for the moment. Then all out the window. <laughs> Look, thanks for joining us today. We've got a whole lot of fun stuff to to talk about. But um, first of all, I thought we might just sort of introduce you to our listeners a bit. Um, you've been out at Moondog World now more or less since the inception. But um, tell us a bit about your background and how you came to be at Moondog. Yeah, um, well, I've been in the booze game, I suppose, since I was, like, legal. Um, <laughs> growing up in Yarra Valley, you pretty much get a job at a winery as soon as, as, soon as humanly possible. Um, so I worked at Yering Station for a few years, and then um, I started drinking at a little bar in Fitzroy called Black Pearl. Yes, been mentioned many a time on our podcast in one way yeah. or another. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I started kind of drinking there and, and managed to talk my way into a job. Um, which is great and ended up staying there for, for probably like 10 years kind of on and off. Yeah, right. Um, as well as doing a little bit of brand work on spirits and cocktails and cocktail comps and that. Um, and then was lucky enough to start a family with my beautiful wife and unfortunately that didn't really line up with the, uh, it didn't suit the 3am close, 5am bedtime kind of 
Yeah. A golf situation. Um, so I started just just having a look around at some some other cool opportunities that were around and um, Josh and Josh, one of the founders here at Moondog, we um, we both have a lot of mutual friends from various worlds, whether it's booze or or any other things, and managed to get in touch with him and get on board with the build here at, at Moondog World, which has been great fun. Got this all up and running, and and now I've kind of shifted over to the the new product development team. So we're working on like seltzers and new beers and a range of other stuff but um but yeah it's great fun just making delicious things at a far larger scale than i was previously used to yeah certainly scale is something that moondog doesn't lack anymore it's um in terms of scale it's one of the biggest (laughs) scaled up craft breweries in melbourne now isn't it um look i'm sure everyone in melbourne uh knows well and truly about moondog world but perhaps just for overseas listeners, maybe even a few of our interstate listeners, can you describe the concept and, you know, what it's like to walk in the doors there? Because it's a bar unlike any other in Melbourne, probably even unlike any other anywhere. Yeah. Um, well, we're, we're in the middle of nowhere, effectively, in, in Preston, like in the middle of an industrial estate. So from the get-go, we wanted to create something pretty special and you know, a destination venue that people would want to travel that far to. We're not really close to any public transport or anything like that, unfortunately, as well. Um, but we just wanted to create a, a, just a, a monstrous venue that was completely inclusive, heaps of fun, um, and just, I suppose, brought to life a lot of that that wackiness and, and fun that Moondog has known for, like, for the past 10 years, um, and just trying to embody that in a venue. So as soon as you walk in... Um, there's a pretty massive bar, I suppose. It depends what day you come in, like you might be able to see that bar or not, if it's busy. Um, you can hear the waterfall going off to your right. We've got a fountain and a lagoon, so you cross the bridge to get to the lagoon and into the bar and shipping containers everywhere with little nooks and crannies. And we just, um, yeah, we wanted to create a space where like, every time you came back, you'd like, you'd like find something new. So yep. I'm currently sitting in what was our hidden tiki bar. Um, it was a little bit too hidden, so it's now turned into the flavor lab. Um, but we've got like a little pinball hall that you can find. We've got a massive beer garden. It's actually bigger than our original site down in Abbotsford, the beer garden itself. Um, but yeah, it's just a, I suppose, a bit of an adult playground um, is how it's been described a fair few times. It's um, it's just an amazing kind of space, and we've had a few podcasts out there over the years, uh, and to sort of see it come to fruition is is a pretty amazing thing. It's um, if for some reason you're in Melbourne and you haven't been there yet, uh, thoroughly, thoroughly recommend getting out there at some stage. Yeah. It's good that we're on the way to the city from the airport. We get a few guys still coming in with their luggage, which is great. That's, I mean, I, I get it, but still, you'd have to be keen. It's the kind of place yeah. where you could lose your luggage if you weren't careful. Very easily, very easily. Now, we've got a few bits and pieces to discuss today. We'll get onto the Good Beer Week matters in a minute. But um, in our online store, we've got the Game of Thrones uh, duo of beers at the moment, and um, they're a pretty amazing combo of, of beers. And um, I guess, you know, as I've said before, you if, feel free if you've uh, already bought those from the online store to crack one open while you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, maybe the watchers on the wall might be the first of the two to go with. Is that the order you'd drink them with in if you were having the, the tour? Yeah. 
Definitely, if uh, nothing like a nine percent imperial white to to kick things off. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm presuming that most people will listen to this at about ten o'clock at night rather than ten in the morning. And um, that is uh, a fantastic time to open it. <laughs> exactly right, and probably worth saying that neither of us actually are going to indulge this morning. So uh, I'm doing it without any of the beers in front of me. Um, so I guess first of all, who came up with the concept of tying in beers with Game of Thrones, uh, 10th yeah, anniversary. it's a strange link, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not immediately obvious. Yeah. Um, well, Game of Thrones actually approached us. Is that right? Yeah, which was the, the cool thing. They, um, I can't believe Game of Thrones is 10 years old. No, I, I tend to agree on that. <laughs> um, so I, I think like there's some probably unintentional links there in the fact that we're, we're around that age as well and, and they've just turned 10. But from from the get go, they were super keen to a do something that they'd never done before, um, and also something that was going to really blow the minds of both crowds that would be getting into that. So whether it's the the Game of Thrones guys who are big fans of that, or you know craft beer drinkers <laughs> that you know like our clientele. Yeah. Uh, so they gave us pretty much creatively free reign on the beers and we could do whatever we wanted with them. Do you, do you know how awesome. they identified uh, you guys? No idea. Uh, <laughs> and, and are you the only ones in the whole world that are doing this? As far as I'm aware, yes. Yeah. That's a, truly amazing. You'll take it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, are, um, you, are, you, are all the beers going to be only available in Australia or is there sort of a bit of a view that you I might manage to get some? there's some penned for export. Um, I'd have to confirm that yeah, though. No. Don't, don't, I, I won't cement that. I don't want to break any hearts, but, <laughs> um, but no, it was, it was a really fun process. So, like, um, Adrian came up with the with the brews for those. Um, the Imperial White is um, effectively like a, yeah, a nine percent wheat beer with white chocolate and coriander. Um, there's something that the guys have done out back. I'm not sure exactly how they executed it, but the the coriander just brings this really lovely citrusy. And like, it's probably just my nostalgic brain, but like almost like a white chocolate Jaffery kind of character to it that you get from the wheat as well. Um, but then the booze, just the, the alcohol just really dries it up and cleans it up all really nicely. But um, it's a, that's probably my favourite of the two, to be honest. I'm a, I'm a massive fan of it. You're, um, you're not afraid to go with coriander. I remember the last time I think we had someone from Moondog on, it was Chris Bond when he was uh, in the process of launching his... Now I'm going to get. Is it um, oh, the Armageddon beer? Yeah, um, the Armageddon. Armageddon. Thank you. That's exactly right. So then there's a bit of coriander in that one as well, which is a always a brave route to take. Not everyone's a fan. Well, sorry, it's coriander leaf in that one, but it's coriander seed. Ah, okay. Yeah, so like a traditional wheat kind of style. Um, and then the breaker of chains. Um, you know, there's some very obvious connections to white. Yep. In uh, Game of Thrones. As well as as black, so it's a it's a dense dense stout. Um, I think just under nine percent as well. But um, we've brewed that with just some really subtle vanilla, just to help round out some of the, the kind of more roasted characters um, that we get from the chocolate malt and the carafa in that, um, and also some chipotle peppers. So not like a. a um, again, it comes up like Barmy Get and not like a bird's eye chili yep. kind of flavour to it. But this really lovely underlying um, 
almost leathery, chocolatey, fruity smokiness from the Chipotles as well that just really help enhance all that beautiful malt character of the beer. Um, you know, and I imagine with that kind of alcohol, the kind of beers you could have now as Melbourne starts to feel wintry or you could put them in the cellar for a couple of months and they'll um, mellow out and, yeah. you know, be really interesting in midwinter as well. Yeah. We, we, we arranged the weather to be perfect drinking weather for the, for the beers. <laughs> well, I haven't had my, uh, the ones that I've put aside for myself yet, but I really am looking forward to getting stuck into those uh, in the next week or so. So Great. hopefully Great. all our, hopefully our listeners do as well. Um, Good Beer Week is coming up, which always focuses the minds of Melbourne drinkers. And there's a few events we want to talk to you about, especially the Wrestle Rock, which we'll get onto in a minute. But yeah. Three or four different events, I think, coming up, or it may, maybe even more. Is that right? Uh, we're involved in four, to my best knowledge. Um, so here at World, we're doing a deserted island event. Yeah, this um, sounds this sounds pretty exciting and spectacular. It's heaps of fun. It's it's an event that is definitely from the mind of Renee Montgomery. <laughs> um, so you'll come in and get a treasure map that will have little spots where you can find different delicious pieces of treasure around the venue here at World. Um, so we're going to be doing, I think we've got some slushies arranged, some spiders. Uh, we're going to do some hot drinks, um, like a really nerdy old school colonial era drink called a sack posset. Uh, <laughs> get some like red hot pokers and, and mess around with that. Um, there'll be a bunch of liquid nitrogen floating about, but um, yeah, we're looking to have heaps of fun with that. But it'll be good because, as we mentioned before, at Moondog World, it's so easy to get lost. So having that map to go around and find little spots and, and all that's going to be heaps of fun. Um, that sounds very Moondog, I've got to say, that whole. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, also here at World, we're doing a, like a very beery banquet. Um, so a, a mind-blowing event where we're, um, we're matching food and beer. <laughs> now, this is an interesting concept. No yeah. one's ever no. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, we've got some some really cool beers lined up from the brain of, of Adrian McNulty there. So, um, five beers that you'll only be able to get for the event. Um, all single keg releases. Um, I believe we've got a little saison lined up for that. There's a, a collaboration brew from uh, around all similar to what we did with Abby Calabi yep. years ago. Um, but I, th I think it's called something Presto. Um, for all our Preston friends, so I think we've got Three Ravens and potentially Tallbone Mercy. I can't remember exactly who else is involved in that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, some beers that you'll only be able to get for that. Uh, Chef's been working hard on some food for that as well. But um, we've also got some really, like trying to in, or incorporate beer or beer ingredients into it, as much of it as possible. So we've also got um, one of our staff here at Moondog World has started up a, a little bakery called Back Alley Bakes. Right. So they're actually cooking a bunch of bread for for this as well, um, using spent grain or, or any other ingredients that he'd like used within those beers as well, trying to get as much flavour out of, of all the ingredients in them, which I'm really excited about because their bread is awesome. <laughs> so it, um, it, it's, it's a little bonus great. plug in there for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, and what else we've got? We're, we've got some beers going into Chin Chin for another event there. So what's, um, what's going, first of all, tell listeners where Chin Chin is and um, yeah, what's on the what's on the cards for that one? Yeah, Chin Chin is um, on Flinders Lane in the Melbourne CBD. Um, high, flavourful 
chili, sour, sweet, punchy, punchy flavors. So we've had to do something that that, that will match nicely with that. Yep. Um, last year we did, uh, or part of the event, sorry, was that we brewed an imperial red that went to some pinot casks. But that was like part of the event was the the process of getting that beer going. Um, Whereas this year, you'll actually be able to drink the beer at the event yep. instead of getting it a year later. Um, so we've brewed a delicious, um, I think it's a hazy pale we've got going on for that. So heaps of big tropical fruit flavours to to really help like, match up with all that that big flavour that the Chin Chin food's going to have. But that's um, something I'm really excited about getting to as well. The, the, the logistics of organising which beers are where and are properly labelled out in the back in your massive cool rooms and so forth must be a must be something you need to get right. It sounds like you've got all sorts of one-off beers floating around and the wrong one going to the wrong place could uh, could raise some eyebrows. I'm glad I have nothing to do with the logistics of that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, look, the, the event that I think is probably closest to the hearts of lots of our listeners, given the overlap that our podcast has with the worlds of wrestling yeah. and craft beer uh, is Brewery Brawl. We were we were out in the room for Brewery Brawl ones. Go back and check our archives when we have a chat to Josh, uh, but also Lord Andy Coyne from the Wrestling Universe in in that one. Um, tell us about Brewery oh, Brawl two, which is going to be on this year. Yeah, I, I believe I'm actually sitting in the shipping container that one of the wrestlers jumped off. Yes, that that's in that probably- initial. Yeah, I think it happened like just there. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> um, that would be right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've had to, we've moved it now, so it won't be happening at World. It's happening down at OG. Ah, I didn't um, really, I'm, I'm glad you told me that because really genuinely, I yeah. would have just gone out to World without even thinking <laughs> about it. And I would have been sitting there with 700 of my closest friends, but none of whom would have been watching wrestling. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've managed to, to kind of fill up all the space here, so... I was, that was actually one of my questions, was where are you going to put it? Because yeah, last time so, around, it was pretty much where the lagoon was, I think. Yeah, it's exactly where it was. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be doing it in the in the ballroom oasis at, at OG, so it'll be slightly smaller um, due to that nasty C word that has been happening for the last year. Yes, um, yes. But yeah, it's going to be a great, a great show. The guys, um, they also did our Christmas party, um, which was a, which was a real hoot. Um, so we had a wrestling show for the, for the Christmas party there as well from the same guys. So yeah, it's going to be a pretty decent week. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a huge week, and um, I think next week we're going to have a couple of the wrestlers on the podcast talking about what you can expect. We've got a, a few mates who used to be part of the No Holds Bar, which was the wrestling craft beer tv show we used to do at the at the pub when i had that and so a few of those old friends are going to come back on so uh listeners can mentally prepare themselves for um (laughs) their amount of insanity that week Um, it's required (laughs) uh, i think it's with if you taste all of the beers that moondog's offering across those four venues and events uh i think you'll be in the right space to watch some wrestling by the time you get to that stage of the week (laughs) Um, Correct. We really appreciate your time today. Perhaps we might just finish off by asking, what is it that you know you're looking forward to in you know Moondog product development and Moondog world and so forth in the rest of the year? Hoping, hopefully, you know, COVID stays away and we can we can have the fun year that we really wanted to have last year. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, having the pubs open again is great. So that's always something to look forward to. <laughs> um, Absolutely. But um, in terms of like a product side, we've got some um, we've got some great stuff coming up. We've got um, funnily enough that that Barn May beer will be being released again shortly. Now um, we've oh. done a, a retweak to the recipe, so that's tasting absolutely delightful, and I believe getting potentially getting canned this week. It was one, um, genuinely one of my so favourite beers. We um. For those who yeah. might remember back to Royal Mail days, we had a grand final footy-themed uh, Vietnamese day that was all around that beer and a whole lot of Vietnamese little snacky stuff for grand final day. So many of our listeners would have been at that event on that day. So we'll, we'll look forward to that one. Um, what else is on the yeah. What else is on the go? Um, we've also got a big um, oat cream IPA called Bless the Haze coming out shortly. Um, we've been messing around with a new hop called, well, unofficially called Nectaron. Right um, and this or next year's Black Lung barrels have arrived. I can't say much about that, but there's definitely some some smoky stout being brewed that'll be going into some barrels soon. That's a real That's um, a really good reminder that I reckon in our online shop we've got. Two of this year's Black Lung left, and maybe two of the Duke of Chifley Ooh. left. So, um, on that stat. <laughs> yes, I, I don't think you'll be getting them anywhere else in most bottle shops now. I reckon they'll be sold out. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I reckon we're, we're pretty slim on it as well here at World. Um, but yeah, and then we've also got um, a whole bunch of stuff happening with our Fizzer Seltzers. So, we've just released another four flavors. So, we've got eight to- flavors total. I have another four coming out soon. And, um, We've got a whole bunch of, of new brewery exclusive beers coming out as well. I'm not sure if you've seen our um, our Moon Doggies boxes that we're releasing, like our beer subscription service, um, that we're theming each each kind of two months around different things. So the first one we released was a like a biscuit themed box. So we had um, our iced ovo IPA called Bicky Smalls in there. We had a um, like a melting moment golden <laughs> strong ale, which just tastes like nine percent custard and delightful. <laughs> Um, 9% custom and, be a really good name for an album, but anyway. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I love custard. So, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we've got some, some, we've been working on like the next six boxes coming out for that over the next year. So there's some very, very cool, very weird stuff that we probably wouldn't be able to do at a, at a higher commercial level. Um, but we've got some really exciting beers coming out there. Um, so I'd definitely be checking those out as well. How, how do people track those down? I'm sure that our techno-literate listeners can, can manage it, but what's the easiest way to get on board? Um, easiest, easiest bit is going onto our website, so just moondogbrewing.com.au um, and just follow all the links to the, to the store there and you can set up a subscription and, and get ready for some flavour. And probably the, the, the last question to ask, we normally finish off on, and um, again, I reckon most people probably already follow you on Instagram and uh, on uh, Facebook, but just to be on the safe side, how do they track down those socials if they want to? Yeah, so it's uh, at Moondog Brewing um, will be the one for all of those. And if, if you're into your boozy bubbly water, there's uh, at Fizzer Seltzer as well. And um and Moondog World has its own one and Moondog OG has its own one. Moondog World and I think it is Moondog Oh Moondog Abbotsford, sorry. Moondog so, Abbotsford and you know, it's only a question of time before the car park has its own Instagram and the, yeah. you know every every other bit of it seems to have its own Instagram, which is awesome. It's uh, plenty of content for those who want to get involved. Yeah, the guys are keeping busy. It's good. Well, Chris, look, thank you for uh getting online at this ungodly hour by hospo standards all the more so given your family commitments um 
it's been great to have a yarn. And um, listeners to the cool room, if you're out and about at Moondog events over Good Beer Week, you know, say good day to whoever it is. And it might be Chris that you're um, that you're having a yarn to. Yeah, tall, goofy guy with the moustache. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. Well, uh, and listeners, we'll uh, see you back next week for some wrestling talk. Bye for now.